0: Hey everyone, it's Michelle. And Brayden, And this is Spooky Shit. So in honor of Pride Month, happy Pride Month, everyone.
1: Gay! Yeet.
0: Uh it's gonna be dark after I say that because we're gonna we're gonna be talking about LGBTQ plus murders this week. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start off by talking about the murders of Roxanne Ellis and Michelle Abadil.
1: And then I'm going to talk about the murder of Arthur Warren. Warning, this episode may contain graphic details. Listener discretion is advised.
0: All right, back to the positives, though, before we get there. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you doing? Should I tell them the situation behind this episode right now? The planning that's gone into this <laughs> pride month episode
1: you can yeah
0: bro brayden fucking hates me dude <laughs> <laughs> i do not it's thursday it's eleven thirty 30 a.m right now which is early for me okay and brayden texted me yesterday <laughs> like early afternoon was like oh what are we gonna talk about this week also i'm going to mexico this weekend so can we record tomorrow and i was like i fucking you're the worst dude <laughs> <laughs> and I was so busy yesterday. Like, I mean, I'm sure you could guess because I texted you. I didn't finish researching till 4 a.m.
1: Oh my God.
0: <laughs> because I was going to research during the day yesterday. I'm a little fool. I forgot that I had to take Leah to the airport because she's like, she went to go visit her friend in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot I agreed to do that. So I was like, in the morning, just fucking around watching Stranger Things. I'm rewatching it from season one. I'm in season two right now. So no spoilers. And I was just doing that, hanging out. And then I was like, all right, time to research. Then Leah was like, I'm on my way. And I was like, uh. So then I had to <laughs> take her. And we had to go to a couple stores, too. And I'm going to, I guess I'm just slowly telling you what's going on in my life right now, too. But whatever. I had to go to the store. And then whenever I came home, by then it was, I woke up at noon yesterday. So that will give some context. As to why it was so late. By the time I got home, it was already almost six o'clock uh and yesterday was wednesday right robert and i record boon Bape on wednesday but <laughs> we couldn't even record the full episode we're recording it after this brayden you don't know that and i'm just gonna have to speed edit it to go out today uh, sure. uh <laughs> i'm busy but we recorded a little bit but we couldn't finish because now robert's working nights so he had to go to sleep for like three hours and uh then after we recorded i what did i even do think i was getting ray to stream because on stream last night i did a cosplay which i'll get into later but i had to like set that up a little bit oh god there's a fucking spider on my desk mm. oh, fuck. <laughs> will i keep this then
1: <laughs> michelle's fighting with the spider
0: right now <laughs> oh, i didn't get it i didn't get it fuck oh my god it went under the desk What? Oh. Okay, I'm not touching my desk. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> little guy. Robert I... calls me the spider cueer. Because in RuneScape, they have little this one food. It's spider skewers. And he calls me the spider cueer because I go and cue them and I kill them whenever I run to them. <laughs> which I don't like doing. I do it because he doesn't want to. I fucking hate killing them. It presses me out. When you could feel it press, barf. That's why I was going in so weekly right now, I miss, because all I had was a (laughs) post-it, and I was like, I'm going to feel its gross little body. Damn. So that little guy is still alive. Anyway, I don't even know where the (laughs) fuck I was in my story.
1: You were doing the cosplay.
0: Yeah, I was doing my cosplay stream, and I streamed until 2 a.m., and from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m., I was researching and writing down everything, I feel like I actually found a lot of articles because I was originally concerned that I wasn't going to be able to have that much information. So I'm glad that I found more because I decided on it. Oh, that's what I was doing before the stream while I was getting right? I decided on a topic because you guys also don't know this. I don't know if you even know this brain. It usually takes me hours to decide on a topic. I'll look or like who I'm talking about. I'll look up a topic and I'll have like 10 tabs open and then I'll narrow it down from there and just be like, all right, who has the most sources that I could read and all this stuff? Damn. I don't know. Even... Like, a few weeks ago, whenever I talked about, like, the parachute murder, I knew I was going to talk about that as soon as I read about it. I still kept reading about more cases for, like, two hours after that. Because I was, like, just in case. <laughs> I don't know. I It's, like, my brain's, like, please, distract yourself. <laughs> don't I, don't focus and finish.
1: <laughs> I kind of do that, too. I pull up a bunch of articles and then just, like, a bunch that are related. And then I'll, like, read all of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then... Basically narrow it down, to of, like, what I think is most interesting or what has, like, a decent amount of information.
0: Yeah, what you've never heard of before. Yeah. All our made-up little criteria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was doing that. I could have definitely started my research beforehand, but I was, like, also, like, it's all interesting, you know? And especially if they have Wikipedia pages, I could just click from article to article to article and just read about everything in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah i i didn't finish research till four in the morning and then i fucking uh, i don't know why i did this on instagram for half an hour i was looking up the old cast of are you the one the season where everyone was sexually fluid and just seeing where they are now like why did i think that that was a good decision at four in the morning for (laughs) half an hour i remember at one point i was just like oh shit i'm gonna have to be up in like five and a half hours what the fuck am i doing that's when i just went to sleep <laughs> instagram is an evil app <laughs> it keeps me awake and i need to sleep Dale. so it was a pretty important night for me i had a lot to do like those cast members weren't going to look up themselves you know <laughs> Not not only was i looking them up I was looking them up by scrolling all the way down on all of their pages and seeing who they tagged. I wasn't even looking at their names, so that took even oh. longer. <laughs> I did the least effective way possible because I couldn't remember <laughs> any of their names. You she, she
1: were on a mission.
0: I was on a mission because I just happened to see one of the guys like on a picture on my Explore page, and I was like, down the fucking rabbit hole for 30 minutes, and I regret it, and I should have just done it today. Because I'm gonna be so busy. Because after this, yeah, I have to go wake up Robert, and then we're gonna record, and he's gonna go back to sleep, and then have to edit, and it's busy. Anyway, I have, yeah. I'll still, I'll still tell you about how I am, but I just wanted to tell that little thing first. But how are you doing?
1: I'm good. I was just gonna say, like you said, it's the last minute what? trip to Mexico <laughs> that I'm going to. Uh, well, I mean that my family has been planning to go and you know like kind of invited me not really because I mean <laughs> I've talked about it before on how they kind of stopped inviting me because I usually always say no because the yeah. lawyers can't go yeah but then after the last time that I said no I was really like super bummed out because like everyone went and I was like damn
0: you missed out
1: I missed out and like even my wife was like damn like I don't like that you're missing out so much so She's been telling me, like, you know, you should go. She's like, it's going to suck, but, like, you should go. Stop missing out, basically. It's only for a weekend,
0: right?
1: Yeah, it's only this weekend.
0: Okay, that's good.
1: Uh, But we're going to the Baja.
0: Ooh! We're
1: going to see the Baja races.
0: Oh, shit! That sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Uh, It sure is. We used to go, like, all the time. Because my uncles are pretty big into it. Yeah. And we used to go, like... I forget how often it is, but we used to go all the time. Really? And it would be, like, a whole family ordeal.
0: Ah, oh, cool. It's like the good old days.
1: Yeah, so we're seeing, her, but I guess a bunch of people are going who I haven't That's seen her in a while. Um, But, yeah, I'm actually pretty excited, and it was pretty last minute. Like, my mom knew she was going, and, yeah, she basically texted me this morning. It was like, hey, so are you going to go? And, like, I had already decided, but I haven't seen her, because mm-hmm. we just have like opposite schedules yeah but i was like yeah i'm going and she was like yay
0: <laughs> oh he also told me that he was leaving on friday so i was like oh I... can we record thursday evening He was like just kidding i'm leaving thursday evening
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes i literally just found out <laughs> yesterday well while... because i was like thinking i was like oh you know we can probably record late in the day too
0: and then my sister was like oh no we're
1: leaving tomorrow at like five I was like what do you mean oh my god (laughs) well it's because I hadn't talked to my mom yet so she didn't know I was like going yet
0: that's so funny
1: and yeah my sister is the one that told me she was like oh no we're leaving like after mom gets out of work I was like what I was like fuck and then that's when I texted you I didn't I just knew that I was going I haven't even none of us have packed yeah oh my
0: god none of you have packed you guys need to get on that you're leaving like five hours
1: (laughs) i know well we're we're like that though we pack last minute
0: and it's only for a couple of days so that won't be too much
1: so yeah i was like it was super last minute i was like fuck but yeah so that's happening should be fun it's gonna be we're leaving tonight and then we'll have we're coming back sunday
0: how far of a drive is it
1: I don't even know, to be honest.
0: Yeah, you don't know anything. I don't know why. I, <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll let you know after. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you know where you're going, at least. <laughs> like, we yeah. are going to races. <laughs> we're going to
1: see the races in, somewhere in Mexico.
0: You're like, I don't even know we're going to. We're just going to Mexico.
1: Yeah, we're just going to Mexico. I'm assuming out. we're going to stop in, well, depending if it's that far, in Ensenada, where my mom's from.
0: Oh, I've been. your mom's from Ensenada?
1: Yeah. She was I don't born think there.
0: I didn't that. I don't think I realized it was from Ensenada, though. That's sick.
1: Yeah, she was born in Ensenada.
0: Oh, I went there whenever we were on a cruise like four years ago.
1: Yeah, I remember you told me with Leah.
0: Yeah, it was like just fine. <laughs> I mean, we didn't know what to do. Leah was drinking. I don't drink. We were just walking around. No one else wanted to go with us. <laughs> just yeah. going, looking at bars.
1: <laughs> yeah, my mom was born there, but the rest of my family is from Jalisco, Guadalajara.
0: Ooh, okay. Yeah,
1: and I've actually, like, want to go because I heard... Well, because both of my... My mom and my dad's family are from there. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to go see.
0: See, you have to go. It's your family history. You need a vacation for family history.
1: (laughs) No, for reals. And I think I talked about it, like, in the past episodes, like, after I had seen some of my dad's family on how they told me that I guess one of oh, our oh you could great... stay with them and stuff, right?
0: Yeah, and then also, yeah.
1: According to my uncle and my dad, supposedly that like one of our great 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 ancestors was like pretty big deal and like warrior and stuff. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. you did, yeah. That's so
0: fucking cool.
1: I was like, dude, that makes me want to go more. You know, especially because I don't, yeah. I don't know much about my dad's side. Just you know, my name.
0: This is how you <laughs>
1: <learn>. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I don't know much about my grandma's side either. Or my mom's side.
0: I don't know anything either.
1: Because, I mean, she has a huge family.
0: Yeah? So, yeah, my grandma. Yeah, back then everyone was seven, all the kids, huh? Yeah,
1: she's the (sighs) oldest, I think, of seven.
0: Like I said, all the kids.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, I don't really know much either. I think she has said that her mom was, like, I don't, what do they call them? I forgot what they call them. Her mom was she was like from like a little town. She's like native to the land. Like
0: Oh, she's indigenous? Uh, yes, areas, that's the that word. thinking of. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I that's couldn't it. think of the word. I was like, how the fuck? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> she's
1: she's def- she was part of like the indigenous and she that's was like s- cool. super dark. Whoa. And I guess her dad was like Spaniard. So he oh. was super light skinned
0: dang, okay, that's so cool, yeah, that's sick so, I mean I that's that. like
1: that <laughs> that's like literally all I know though I mean but besides that's that cool. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty cool, um, but yeah, it's like my grandma's like or my great grandma was like super dark and she looks super indigenous, and it's crazy because we have pictures of my great grandma next to my grandma, and mm. it looks so much alike, really besides like the color difference,
0: oh, that's cute, but yeah. So you're Spanish too?
1: Apparently. Okay, I actually I kinda wanna do a twenty three and me to see like what I am.
0: Yeah. So you're a little European then? From yeah, yeah, Spain. Apparently. So you're gonna have to go to Spain According. too, I guess, to explore your family history.
1: <laughs> right? We're going to true, Europe, guys. <laughs> true. Oh I should find out my great grandfather's name.
0: Be like, where's he from? Where else can I go?
1: Right. <laughs> but um yeah this should be fun i'm excited yay um other than that nothing too crazy has happened it's weird not going to work but good though yeah it's i mean it's nice but it feels weird because <laughs> i'm not used to it and yeah on tuesday after school i did go help alaris but oh, oh instacart I mean, yeah inst- nice. to help her do instacart but she basically told me that I was no help. And it's... Oh. <laughs> okay, nah. <laughs> no, it wasn't that harsh. Hilarious,
0: are you listening? <laughs> You're being slandered right now.
1: <laughs> no. Okay, well, basically... Well, because I get out of school at like 4.30. And by the time I get... Or got to Costco, get to Costco. It's already like 6. Oh. Costco closes at like eight thirty nine. Yeah. And it's just really, I guess, kind of slow in the afternoon. So I literally, like, I'll be honest, I didn't know how to how to really help besides, <laughs> like, carrying and pushing the cart because...
0: I think that's something.
1: I mean, it is, but, <laughs> like, it just kind of, like, I wasn't very much help, I'll be honest, because... You
0: were just there to hang out and talk to. Kind of, <laughs>
1: like, literally, just there for moral support because yeah. she literally like, that
0: apparently she didn't want <laughs> no she <laughs> does
1: want it she does want it. but it's just because like i she knows where everything is she like
0: she's been doing she, it a while yeah
1: she's been doing it a while she knows what she's doing she knows where everything is and she like literally told me like oh it's over there go get it and I, like so i would but other than that like i'm i'll be honest like i'm not much help and mm-hmm. we were literally like sitting in the parking lot for like over an hour like
0: Waiting just for orders? Waiting.
1: Yeah, waiting for an order.
0: Jeez. Is so, it better to wait at the places? Because I would just wait at home. Because sometimes it takes like hours, multiple hours for anything to show up in our area.
1: She waits at she the waits. location. I mean, she and probably usually,
0: gets them faster.
1: Yeah, she does. That's cool. But yeah, so basically what she told me is it just doesn't make sense for me to go that late. And then she's just going to basically, she basically yeah. said like, I got it. And she I was like,
0: "Said it doesn't make sense for you to be here. Go home."
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. And I was like, "Damn,
0: Alaris, oh, you're cold." <laughs>
1: no, she's right, though. I
0: like it, though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I was kind of like, "Fuck," because like I, I don't like not working. Like I feel bad mm-hmm. that she's like being the sole breadwinner.
0: That's how I feel with Robert working right now. He's gonna start paying like our whole rent and stuff, and I'm just gonna pay other bills. And I'm just like, "Oh fuck." i'm the worst
1: yeah i hate it to, i hate it just because personally i'm not someone who can't like not work like i yeah i have to be working Yay, so it feels she's your sugar mama f- she really is right now and she told me that because sh- she got home yesterday and i was like literally looking up jobs and she was like what you quit for like if <laughs> yeah
0: why would you quit and then just be like let's go get another job
1: I was like, fuck, you right, but, like, I just feel bad, you know? Like, I don't know. It's just You could do
0: Instacart on your own. I then... could,
1: and I applied, but they put me on the waitlist, and I haven't heard shit.
0: Oh, Robert's on the fucking waitlist, too. You know, Uber Eats, I think, doesn't have a waitlist. I don't know if it's as much money, but something. Because Robert right. also tried to sign up, and they're like, there's too many people, and I'm like, shut mm-hmm. the fuck up, bro. How many of these people do you think did one order and never did another order again?
1: <laughs> True... I say, like, I've or, done so much. I'm, like, or, you know orders. You know what happens, too, is um, people from other, like, cities come. Like, I know oh. says that there's a bunch of people, like, from Oceanside that come or Vista that come to the San Marcos location. So it looks like we don't need any more shoppers in San Marcos, even though, like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, go to Oceanside to fuck with them. True. Go to, but, um, like, National City. Go really far. Take over that God. area. <laughs> The gas would not be worth it.
1: <laughs> but I mean, I guess I could say that I'm. Well, the only issue with it, because I thought about that, like saying I'm from a different city. But I'm like, they asked for your address to send are, you. Yeah, yeah I entry. was like, and then she was like, "Fuck," because like Alarissa had told me, she was like, "Just sign up again and say you're like live somewhere else." I mean, and I was like, "I if can't." <laughs> you,
0: if you have friends anywhere, you could have them mail the card to them. Our area is busy. Otherwise, I would just say you could put my address.
1: True. Well, everyone's doing Instacart. I would, I would need to find out what area like they're hiring in. You know? Yeah. I know I mean? How do
0: you? You can't find out till after you sign up either, right?
1: Uh huh. From what holes.
0: I know, probably because they know we're all shady and we're just lie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, yeah. So basically, there's is my sugar mama right now. Nice. And I don't like it, but
0: it's Pride Month. <laughs> this is. A, it feels like a Pride thing, right? your bisexual wife is a sugar mama she hell yeah
1: but yeah that's basically it just my little trip coming up and oh also i'm like super dark like a like tan uh, like tan like super tan like
0: you don't look that tan you look like normal tan
1: no this is your hair's
0: white so you look tanner in general
1: this is look at this Ooh,
0: look at this farmer's tan you guys should see this shit
1: it's. <laughs> I am so tan right now that that it's is one me out.
0: white bicep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, because uh, last Friday when we did the oh, barbecue, the yeah, the barbecue party, I did get pretty tan then. And then on Memorial Day, we spent basically the whole day at the pool.
0: Oh, so that's I tanned fun. even more. But you did the farmer's tan
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No tank
0: shops in this house.
1: Also, hmm. I totally forgot about this. Why is my hat like that? Did I do that?
0: I was making fun of him because now his hair's white. And <laughs> his hair is like all puffed up earlier. And we were talking about different things that people say looks like. Because I said Jack Frost. And I was saying that whenever his hat comes off, I just am going to think, going ghost from Danny Phantom. <laughs> it yeah, looks lo- like it.
1: <laughs> it low-key does.
0: It like sticks up and everything. Like you just went through that little <laughs> electromagnetic field. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry what were you gonna say
1: oh i was just gonna say i started going to the gym again
0: Ooh, look at you see that's something good to do with your time while you're not working
1: well i actually woke up early before school oh never mind <laughs> um but Alara says that she wants to go too but she's thinking of going after work mm-hmm. but she's usually pretty tired so i'm like i don't know if she'd be she'd actually go i but want to start yeah, going to the gym again too nice i yeah i kind of got the motivation from my cousin shout out gus
0: shout out gus
1: yeah he basically texted me and was like hey how you doing i was like oh i'm good bro he's i was like what you been up to and he was like oh nothing just going to the gym and trying to like figure out my life and i was like well that's good though like you're you're being active though you know
0: i'm trying to figure out my life but i'm stagnant i'm just sitting here right <laughs> <laughs> I don't even go but, walks anymore.
1: <laughs> that's what i told him and then i told him how i've actually been thinking about starting to go again just because Did I tell you about the push-up thing?
0: No. Tell me the push-up thing. (laughs) I'm excited to hear. Because you're laughing already.
1: Okay, well, basically, since on testosterone... Okay, well, it happened at school. Um, Basically, my classmate, she goes to the gym a lot. And she was like, hey, let me see your arms. And she had me like flex in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And she was like, damn, you're like... I forgot what muscle it is. It's in my arm. Mm -hmm. But it's like the one in the back. Of so like own? starts with a T, I think. I don't remember what it is. No, I don't know. But your
0: basically... tripod. <laughs> it's definitely I was not to that. Think of it and I was like the tripod muscle.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but basically <laughs> she said it was like super defined, and then like hey! just saying how she's noticed that you know since she's been going to the gym, she hers is like super defined. But she had me flex, and like she told me that mine's like pretty defined, and I was like, damn, because I ain't even doing anything. Yeah. And then after I feel that my like muscle
0: there is very weak, so that's a random flex that you am going.
1: <laughs> right? And I didn't even know about it. <laughs> but um after that, the next like day, just randomly like I woke up in the morning and I was like, "Hmm, I wonder if I could do a push-up." Because pre-testosterone, I could do maybe one push-up. Like I could go down, but it was like I would struggle to go back up.
0: Do you do, like, like the assisted ones where you're on your knees or just regular push-up?
1: Regular. But even with the assisted, (laughs) with the assisted, the one with my knees touching the ground or whatever, that one I could do it, like, one, no problem. Mm -hmm. But, like, I would always challenge myself to do a regular push-up. And I could always, like, go down. But, like, going back up was, like, so hard.
0: Yeah. I don't think I could do a normal one either.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, I think I'm seven months and three weeks. On, you're almost, almost eight like months.
0: a fully formed fetus at this point, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think
1: on Sunday it's eight months, but um, oh
0: shit, that's exciting,
1: right. Um, but yeah, basically, I woke up and I was like, hmm, I wonder if I could do a push up now. And yeah, I like tried, and I was able to do like two. And I was like, <gasps> like it was like really okay, It wasn't really easy, but like, I was like, I didn't know a problem I was I mean, like
0: you weren't even able to do one before, so this is probably yeah, you, you did a two hundred percent increase.
1: yeah i was like what the fuck and like i could have done more but then i was like nah because i got out of breath just because you weren't actually working out you
0: were just seeing if you could do it
1: (laughs) i was just seeing if i could do it and i did and i was like yo like that's crazy i was like "This testosterone (laughs) but yeah basically that kind of motivated me like like i want to get fit you know i want to work on my muscles hell yeah and yeah
0: you saw the pictures of Elliot Page for Pride. Yeah, like, <laughs> I did see that. That six pack.
1: Dude, he's like shredded.
0: He is. It's very random. I feel like it doesn't match his face. It keeps going like You <laughs> it don't seem like doesn't. you'd have his six pack.
1: Like, especially that like deformed or not deformed, formed.
0: <laughs> yeah. He seems very like a like nerdyish alternative boy. <laughs> not like a jacked (laughs) yeah it's gonna take some more to get used to elliot
1: (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so i've been like talking about it for a while because it happened like maybe a month ago Mm -hmm. and i'd like told alaris and everything and then my cousin basically hit me up and was like yeah you know i've been going you should like come with me and i was like damn you're right and so yeah we went to the gym yesterday and i'd worked on a little bit of my back and chest and arms and i'm like pretty sore today
0: it sucks because i feel like the gym is so fun actually like i love using the machines i think it's cool fucking hate the process of having to drive to the gym and get ready and all that i like Mm. cannot be bothered (laughs) because you're talking about it i'm like that sounds fun and then i imagine driving 15 minutes to the gym and i'm like oh my god (laughs)
1: that's far for me it's literally like two minutes
0: i'm jealous yeah we don't have it though we have like a couple that are closer but they're all more expensive so nothing
1: i'm gonna start working out and hopefully you know well actually because i haven't been super active but since working at costco i did lose 20 pounds and jesus christ yeah and i've been able i basically maintained where i am right now without being active oh nice so I was like, damn, because I, I, I've been weighing myself here and there, and I'm like, oh, shit, like, I'm still, like, I haven't gained. Like, I've literally, like, stayed yeah. the same, which makes me happy because I'm, like, good. I, as long as I'm not gaining, like, we're good.
0: Yeah, um, I would have kind of thought that you were gaining because of the testosterone and your body adjusting. But you said that you lost weight because of it, huh? Well,
1: because I was also very active. That's when yeah. I, yeah, you when were doing When I started, a lot. yeah, I was, like, super active. And then I guess it's kind of, I don't know. But Basically,
0: um, you're jacked now is what you're trying to say.
1: I'm not jacked. Not six-pack on the weight. <laughs> Actually, yeah, getting I'm, a six-pack I'm... seems impossible. For me, yeah.
0: <laughs> For anyone. Like, I don't understand. Because from what I've heard, six-packs aren't even how you work out. It's like how you eat. And I'm like, yeah. oh, boy, I like food too much.
1: I'm really not... I don't really care to, like, get a six-pack, but I do want to, like, lose weight and mm-hmm. just kind of form my muscles.
0: Yeah, and just not be... I mean, this is totally me and my internalized issues. I was going to say, not be a weak bitch. <laughs> Clearly, I got some something going on inside right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, me too. I'm just tired of being fat, you know?
0: Oh, my gosh. Not there's anything I am wrong with that, fat. everyone. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just...
1: <laughs> I'm tired of it because sometimes I see videos of like people post me and I'm like damn like I look big you know
0: oh and I'm like I I don't
1: I mean yeah you understand I'm not like the biggest person but
0: it's everyone's perception of themselves is probably gonna be different too
1: for sure I mean like one of my classmates yesterday was like saying how she's like she thought like she was like pretty big compared to like how she was like five years ago. I was like, well yeah. yeah. First of all, that was like five years ago. But also she was showing us pictures and I was like, I'm gonna be honest, I don't see much of a difference. I was like, it's, you still yeah. look like really good, like you know, you still look thin. Like I don't know. Dude. And then we yes. told her we're like, that's all internal. But with me yeah. I know I'm big.
0: <laughs> I don't think you're as big as you think you are though.
1: You're right. I don't think so I don't think I don't- you are really <laughs> I don't think, like, I'm obese or anything, but I know, like, I'm not skinny. Like, I have a stomach. You know what I mean? Man
0: loves a thick man. <laughs> thick king. <laughs> Did we just uh, get our episode name right there? And thick king. <laughs>
1: thick king. No, I mean, I also do want to lose weight because I've also heard of, like, some um, surgeons that won't do surgery. <gasps> like top surgery if you're like over a certain bmi
0: i've heard that too because like obviously i've talked about wanting to move to the netherlands if you liked it there i saw like a tweet of somebody who was like trans and lived there and weren't they weren't able to get top surgery because of their bmi and they had Mm -hmm. to go to spain to get it done and i was like well yeah it's like a real thing that's but honestly
1: i like do want to lose weight too because i've heard i mean i'm not saying it's gonna happen to me (laughs) but like i've heard that like one of the i talked to this older trans guy and he was like telling me how you know he got top surgery and then he lost a lot of weight afterwards and like he was kind of left with these it's called they call them like dog ears it's basically like this little fat like under your armpit like a side boob but you, you have a flat chest and i'm like scared of that happening to me so so that's like, something that
0: people don't talk about. Like, if you lose a lot of weight, sometimes you'll just have a lot of extra skin hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people I know have, like, surgery afterwards to get rid of it. But,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, no one really talks about that. Like, the skin doesn't just go away. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> it has doesn't. to go somewhere.
1: It just hangs. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I know I'm not the biggest, but I definitely just want to tone my muscles. And I do want to... I'm not, I guess I'm not, like, the happiest with my body right now, so I do want to, like, lose some weight. and. You
0: want to feel good about yourself. I do. Yeah, just do it in a healthy way. That's all I ask.
1: No, I will. Like, I'm not planning, I'm not planning to, like, uh, go on a diet or anything like that. Like, I still want to eat what I want to eat. Mm-hmm. And just, obviously. Just work, out work and gain muscle, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not. 'Cause I, I've tried that in the past and it does not work for me and I mm-hmm. I don't want that. Like I just yeah, wanna I like love food, basically do that. <laughs> yeah, I love food too much. I basically just wanna like maintain my weight and then obviously I will kind of like what's the word? Limit myself on some things but not completely. Make small
0: changes but don't completely switch mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Like okay. maybe
1: you know, when I have dinner, sometimes I'm like, okay, I won't have a soda. You know, I'll have some water. You know what I mean? Yeah. Little things like that.
0: I'm trying to have just kind of,
1: yeah, just trying to cut back and stuff like that. But like, I definitely don't want to go on a diet, and I don't want to be extreme. You know, I just want. Good. I'm gonna take my time and well, like yesterday because I haven't been in a gym in like a long ass time, and mm-hmm. so I like I took it easy. I was just kind of like, you know on the elliptical for like five minutes and just did hey, a few I fucking hate the elliptical it's so hard. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I felt that shit like within two minutes. I was like dying. My legs were burning. I was like, fuck.
0: I feel like it's not even a natural movement. <laughs> no one fucking moves like that.
1: True. But <laughs> is so hard. That that's like a full body workout, if you think about it.
0: I've only done the elliptical once whenever we first went to the gym because I was like, it looks fun. And I was like, this is a hell machine. I hate Dude, this shit. It's actually
1: like really hard. I <laughs> it's was really on it. hard. I was on it for like five minutes and I like wanted to get off. But I was yep. like, no, try to do 10. And then God. I only lasted seven. <laughs> hey,
0: you met, you've got middle ground there.
1: Yeah. But yeah, just, you know, want to work on myself and do better.
0: An inspiration to all
1: feel better, look better, you know what I mean?
0: You're making this your pride month.
1: No, stop. It's, <laughs>
0: it's
1: our pride
0: month. Our pride month, we yes. We are a family.
1: Actually, at school, we we're like planning, like, spirit days for pride month.
0: That's so fucking cute. Holy shit.
1: Yes, inspired by yours truly. Uh, just kidding. Hey,
0: see, it's your month. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, yeah, because the student council president, she told me, she was like, and she's like it's your time to shine you gotta like you gotta make the announcements and I was like what because oh she my God. she's the president so usually because none of us really like like public speaking or talking
0: no one does in the world everyone who says it like it's a liar
1: no some I mean student council does Fucking uh, the president insane people, she dude. does she's like super talkative
0: I don't believe her <laughs> no, but she, anyway <laughs>
1: she's dude she's awesome she's like super bubbly and like she's cool
0: like that's cute
1: but yeah, she told me and I was out like, what? But, what do you mean? Yeah, I was like, huh? But I mean, I'm not s- scared. I'll do it. Especially because I do know a lot. Like We were telling the like PM students um, mm-hmm. basically like what we were planning. And just telling them how we're going to print out pictures of the flags and label them so people can like, know them. Cute. And then she was like, yeah, I don't know the colors for any of them. She's like, my brother is gay and he doesn't even know. I was like... But, I mean, I am pretty knowledgeable just because I know a lot of people aren't. But I am just because I took that initiative to, like, actually look up shit and find out more. You know what I mean? And I, I think like a time, lot of people don't yeah. do that.
0: Every time I see a flag that I don't recognize I look it up to be like, which one is this? <laughs> yeah.
1: But I feel like a lot of people, even in our in our own community, like, they don't really, like, care to, like, look it up.
0: Yeah. I mean some people just are lazy but some people also people in the lgbtq plus community are not immune to being homophobic as insane as that sounds
1: yeah for sure or transphobic
0: oh yeah definitely transphobic definitely
1: transphobic but mostly mostly transphobic within our own goddamn community yeah it's freaking wild
0: fun Super cool. I'm like, well, we really can't be in this together, you cunts. Okay. <laughs>
1: no, and it's just so bizarre to me because literally gay rights happen because of, like, black trans women.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Listen to like... our episode last year. <laughs> Which is, like, fucking crazy to think about.
0: Yeah, it's uh, annoying as shit. I saw, like, it was the weirdest interview that somebody was doing about, like, pride and stuff. And there was just a woman talking about like how pride is just for sexual orientations only and not like gender identities and all this stuff. And just what? like being like transphobic and stuff. and People are making fun of her and they're like, you were so close. You almost got it. And <laughs> you just missed the mark, bud.
1: <laughs> Damn. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So some people don't look, know the flags because they're douchey. Some people are just lazy, though. I'm yeah. kind of lazy. So I get that.
1: But yeah, I mean, I literally took it upon myself to make slides, like, cause every week cool. we have, we have something, like a huddle, and we mm-hmm. basically go over like, how much was made during the week, like little, just a little reminders of like dress code, like little shit like that. Yeah. And yeah, I took the initiative and made slides, and I'm like putting the flags and then like the definition of some stuff that are aren't really known, you know
0: cute but yeah i wonder how many flags i don't know sometimes i still see one and like don't know i didn't know i think that is a lesbian flag like newer i feel like i didn't see that till last year
1: sort of
0: or is it just it's popularized i
1: think it's getting more popular just because i feel like before when you said you were like gay or lesbian it was just always the rainbow flag you know what i mean yeah
0: and now the rainbow is mostly just gay men.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, everyone still uses the rainbow, obviously, but. just
1: Well, just to say, you know, you're queer. That's kind of, it's the yeah. general. Like, it's
0: our flag. umbrella flag.
1: Yeah, it <laughs> is. But it's just crazy how much there is out there too. And I'm, I I was like telling like the pseudo council president, I was like, damn, do I really want to say all this? Because this, this is a lot of information. It's not even like, this is like barely scraping it. like there's just so many like identities and like orientations it's like crazy
0: it's good to know
1: but yeah someone could see
0: the flag and be like that me true and especially like the bi flag we all know it's the prettiest like (laughs) i would see them be like oh my god it's my flag i i wonder if because it's my favorite flag like honestly i love those colors purple pink and blue they look so good together Am I biased just because I'm bi and I want to relate to my flag? Or are they just like actually the prettiest flag? I don't know.
1: I think you're biased.
0: <laughs> I'm biased. Ay. But <laughs> you know the lesbian flag is pretty too. I will say that. I'm not as pretty as the bi flag, but <laughs> that's I'm fine.
1: Like, I think the trans flag is the prettiest.
0: <laughs> wow, someone's biased. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Okay, I guess it is just <laughs> I'm influenced by myself because <laughs> every time I see it, I'm like, bro, like your guys's colors are pretty, but they're not blue, pink, and purple. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm probably also technically pansexual, but I don't like the pansexual colors, so I'm gonna stick with bi, <laughs> and I'm just used to it.
1: True. And
0: I never want to hear the joke of, oh, you want to have sex with pots and pans or something. I can't. I couldn't handle that. Can <laughs> handle that joke. I feel like people would still say it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but yeah that sounds fucking cool that you're doing that
1: yeah it's pretty cool
0: whenever i streamed last night oh yeah i did a cosplay stream i don't mm-hmm. remember if i sent you a picture on snapchat did no, i
1: but leah posted a video of you <laughs> that was
0: she did so i went as the wise old man which is a <laughs> wizard in old school runescape because we met a sub-goal. so i had on a fake white beard I made a blue kind of like crown out of construction paper and I was wearing my Harry Potter glasses and I was wearing that last night and it was so much fun. I was saying on it, though, I was like, damn, it's pride and I'm not even wearing any gay shit. And I was like, I'm not to wear like my buy shirt this weekend. I'm not to wear my rainbow romper, my (laughs) little buy socks. I need to buy more gay shit. Honestly, same slacking on that merch. But also, I don't want to give big corporations money because they're kind of just like making money off of gay people all month
1: true i'm torn but But
0: target does have some cute shirts
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah they dropped the whole pride collection
0: i always like the first of june every year i'm like all right let's go see what target's selling this year and see if anything's cool (laughs) they have one with a little buy flag on it that's pretty cute so i was considering that but it's pink and my skin tones pink so hesitant i don't want to look like patrick from spongebob (laughs) a fear of mine i never wear pink It's a very real. Uh, she fear. sits
1: there with pink headphones.
0: Yeah, I have the pink cat <laughs> ear headphones. I tell people this too because people were like, I like talk about my favorite colors on the stream. They're like, oh, well, your favorite color is obviously pink. And I'm like, it's actually not. Like, I like pink. My favorite color is yellow. But uh, I never wear pink because it matches my skin tone. And these headphones, I was like, This is they're just so cute. Like I'm gonna risk it matching me. Also, it's like on my head. So it's more next to my hair. So I think it's fine. But they're just so cute. I had to do it. But I don't ever wear pink. Because I look like Patrick Starr. It's kind of funny. (laughs)
1: now i want to see you in pink
0: (laughs) dude at sheree my one of my sister's weddings last year they were originally gonna get pink bridesmaid dresses and they switched it to black in part because of me because i was like that's gonna look like shit on me like are you serious it'll look so bad especially like whenever it's hot and i turn redder because the sun (laughs) (laughs) i look like a little a little starfish in bikini bottom but yeah, streaming's been so fucking lit lately. Dude, we have 130 subs this month. That's more. Oh, shit. Wow. Wasn't it
1: like 90 the last time you told me?
0: Yeah. A few people were like fucking generous as shit. Because I've just been setting sub goals. I think that that helps too. People like meeting the goals. And <laughs> last night the sub goals that I met were to do two different games while doing ASMR. So just running around whispering like, okay, let's go do this shit. And one of them was like a scary game too. And I was just like fucking fuck fuck this ghost (laughs) just getting followed around but people were complaining they're like i can't hear you but other people liked the asmr so i don't know but um yeah it's the most subs we've ever had at any time and a couple people were very generous like one person was like yo how many subs do you need to meet your goal and i was like oh like nine and they fucking just gifted nine subs and i was like you're insane but i love you and be my friend (laughs) (laughs) you're family now but that's cool It's been so much fun. I've been having a lot of fun. Tomorrow, we're also having a cooking stream. Robert and I are going to be cooking because that was a sub goal from like last week. I didn't watch it. Also, it's like fun to have like ideas for streaming too Mm because usually I just like play games and I don't do anything special. But yeah, it's been a fucking lit. We've been getting a decent amount of people watching like the past few days this week. We've had like 20 people watching every day. It's fucking wow. nutty. I know. But yeah, that's what I've been up to. I don't even think you asked, but I just kind of went for it. <laughs> Our next <I'm>... sub goal, <laughs> if anyone has money and wants to donate to my stream and 20 more subs, I am going to do Robert's makeup on stream. How he did mine, which I told you last week was very sparkly and colorful.
1: It was. Dude, it I'd was. love to see that. <laughs> yes.
0: If you want to drop 20 subs, Hey. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash boon vape. Brayden, yeah. you know where to go. I'll send you that mm-hmm. link. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully people want to see that because I'm having so much fun. And whenever people gift subs, like sometimes if you give it out to random people, it'll send us gifted to people who don't even follow our channel. So there's like a chance that someone will be like, oh, I got a sub. I'm going to check out this stream and it could get somebody new to see the stream.
1: Damn, that's cool.
0: And we're doing a sponsorship right now with a video game. What? you didn't
1: tell me that
0: i forgot we had a sponsorship with them a few months ago it's called raid shadow legends everyone makes fun of it it's kind of a meme because they like pay anyone to do sponsorships basically but um (laughs) i'm broke so i'll fucking take it We can get up to like $400 if we get like 25 new players and I've been like bothering everyone to play. It's on PC only, which I didn't realize. I got my mom and one of my sisters to play and they did it on their phones, So it didn't count. And I was like, oh, I misread it, LOL. So they just wasted their time for that. (laughs) But that's fine. Uh, But yeah, it's so cool. That's going on for a few more days. And then next week, we're going to have a different sponsorship, hopefully for a different food delivery service. And I'm going to harass you to order one. So be looking forward to that. Okay,
1: bet. I'm mentally prepared.
0: <laughs> yes, be ready right for those texts, those awkward texts of, so uh, you eat, right? <laughs> <laughs> you like food. <laughs> Who doesn't?
1: A little too much.
0: <laughs> no, food's fucking dank. And this one has vegan options. So I'm excited. HelloFresh was cool, but they had nothing vegan, so Robert and I would give our dairy to, like, Leah or one of my other sisters, and then we'd just use our vegan options (laughs) to put inside (laughs) of the meals. It was kind of strange. I mean, it was some dank food, but we did have to supply some of the shit ourselves.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah, I've been a busy bee. Yeah? I'm a streamer, so it's pretty fucking crazy.
1: (laughs) You wouldn't get it.
0: Yeah, I got it. I also did a few Instacart orders this week, but only a couple. I've been I think I like doing small orders more because they adjust it to equal like minimum wage-ish at the end of the week. So I'm like, I'm just gonna do small orders because that seems more worthwhile. It still takes me over an hour to do small orders. But like <laughs> the one time I did a huge order, it took me three hours with Robert's help. So kind of jaded from that experience. <laughs> Don't want to spend that long on one order ever again. Damn. Yeah. But I'm trying to make money, trying to be helpful, and I want to fucking move so bad. So bad
1: to Amsterdam or just out of there? Amsterdam.
0: Oh, okay. If, I mean or just like somewhere in Europe. Dude, every time that I hear about another mass shooting, I'm just like I need to move. I need to move. I need to move. And also True. I need everyone else to move and also I need all guns to disintegrate and stop existing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you hear there was another one at a medical center?
0: Yes, I did. It's fucking Is awful.
1: It really serious?
0: It's really sad. Yeah, yeah, we we didn't talk about the school shooting because it's just upsetting. Yeah. But obviously we know that it happened. It's just too sad. But anyway, I want to move desperately. And I also want guns to stop existing for people to stopping fucking assholes and murderers. And I can say the same thing at the end of this episode. I want people to stop being homophobic murderers. True. Why are people just so shitty?
1: People suck.
0: People suck so bad. With that depressing note, shall we get into depressing stories?
1: I guess. Yeah.
0: Okay. So this week I'm going to be talking about the murders of Roxanne Ellis and Michelle Abdel. Roxanne and Michelle met in Colorado Springs, Colorado when Michelle got a job working in the same doctor's office that Roxanne had been at as an obstetrics nurse. I feel like I'm totally pronouncing that wrong. I read it in my head fine. Whatever. Roxanne had been divorced with two children and the two soon became friends. But over time, this friendship blossomed into something more and they fell in love and began a relationship. I think around this time, uh, Michelle was like, 30 and Roxanne was like 40 around those ages. One person who knew the couple said I spent a lot of time with that family and I never heard any one of them say anything negative. It was always just a whole lot of love. They compliment each other, their personalities. This is how to memorialize them. Michelle was the flame that burns and Roxanne was the candle that supported her and gave her the energy and fuel to shine. In 1990, the couple moved to Medford, Oregon, where Michelle's mother lived, after they had been suffering from increasing homophobia in Colorado. I did read, like, friends talking about how they thought it was weird that they were moving to a small town. I wish I'd included this quote, but they just, like, said something about, it kind of just goes to show, like, everyone, not everyone, but, like, a lot of people want to have, like, those little small town values, you know, where everyone knows each other, everyone takes care of each other. And the friend just continued saying, like, but until, like, homophobia stops, like, basically people, like, queer people just can't have that. And it's just shitty. But, yeah, they wanted to have, like, that little small living situation. They wanted to know their neighbors and everything. While in Oregon, Roxanne and Michelle started their own successful property management business. And they were very active in their community, even being elected to the board of their church. So the church at least wasn't homophobic, which is very cool. Well, at least not that homophobic. (laughs) In their free time, they enjoyed working on restoring their old craftsman-style home and visiting with Roxanne's three-year-old granddaughter, who called Roxanne Grandma and Michelle Baba. They were good friends, and they actually at one point cared for two of their uh, gay friends who were dying of AIDS. They would bring them daily meals, change their bedpans, adjust IVs, and work in their yard. The two were active LGBTQ activists and were fighting two Oregon state ballot initiatives in 92 and 93. The first measure atten- intended to amend the state constitution to declare being gay as abnormal, wrong, unnatural, and perverse. Reading that pissed me off. The second intended to restrict library access for materials related to homosexuality. And that one sounded very familiar right now in 2022. They would give lectures at schools on lesbian lifestyles, and they even appeared on TV to speak on local gay rights issues. So they were like very active in this community. Speaking on their activism, one friend said they were tremendously brave and quiet and unobtrusive ways. They weren't hugely public or anything, but they were eloquent one-on-one. On December fourth, nineteen ninety-five, Roxanne had a scheduled appointment to show a local man, Robert Ackerman, an apartment. An appointment which it's believed was made earlier that same day. Roxanne's daughter, Lori, attempted to page her mother multiple times throughout the day, but got no responses. At around 4 p.m., she received a call from Roxanne, who sounded very vague and said that she was going to go shopping. At 5 p.m., Michelle left the office for the day and informed someone that she was going to help Roxanne jumpstart her car. She'd received a call that it wasn't starting. And it's unclear if this call came from Roxanne or from someone else. But regardless, neither of the two women were seen alive again. Concerned about her mother's weird behavior, later that day Lori drove over to the apartment complex that Roxanne had been planning on showing when she saw Roxanne's pickup truck. She tried to follow it, and the car pulled away from her. Like, avoiding her. A few days later, the bodies of the couple were found in the back of Roxanne's pickup truck. They had been wrapped in drapes and covered by cardboard boxes, but residents who noticed an awful smell called in the vehicle. Both the women had been bound with duct tape, gagged, blindfolded, and shot twice in the head. At the time of their deaths, Roxanne was 53, Michelle was 42, and the couple had been together for 12 years. Damn. Yeah. Naturally, the murders of the two caused a lot of fear in the local gay community, As they had been openly in a relationship, been activists for gay rights, and previously received a threat against them, it was pretty quickly assumed by locals that the two had fallen victim to a hate crime, even though police were kind of hesitant to say that it was, which sounds fucking accurate.
1: They're always hesitant. Aren't they? (laughs) In my story, too.
0: Yeah, of course. The case actually got, like, widespread publicity due to the nature of the murders and the activism that the women had been dedicated to. The National Gay and Lesbian Task Force even wrote to the Attorney General of the United States at the time, requesting that the U.S. Department of Justice assist local police in their investigation. They noted in their letter that according to the Justice Department's own guidelines, any crime that is motivated by bias in whole or in part should be considered a hate crime. Which I didn't know, even if it's just in part. So that's interesting, because I feel like a lot of things, a lot that we've even fucking talked about, should be considered hate crimes that have not been. Interesting. Soon, a composite drawing was made of a man that a witness had seen parking Roxanne's truck and walking away. A local woman, whose name I could not find, actually saw the composite and thought it bore a resemblance to her own son. This? Yeah.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. This, coupled with his weird behavior, led to her calling the police tip line to let them know that she thought her son, 27-year-old Robert Ackerman, had committed the murders. And Robert, if you remember, is the same person that had been scheduled to be shown an apartment by Roxanne the last day she was seen alive. Mm.
1: Yeah. Suspicious.
0: Police visited the woman and she told them how she had just moved to Medford three weeks earlier with Robert. She also showed them the labels of cardboard boxes that they'd used during the moves. And using the boxes, police were able to match the address labels of the ones the woman had with the ones used to cover Roxanne and Michelle's bodies. Speaking of why she turned in her son, which I thought was like, kind of fucking baller. This woman said, I called police because I have to look God in the face. I will do anything in my power to make sure other people aren't hurt. But right now he's sick. I mean, the right now he's sick part. I'm like, okay, I mean, he just sucks but that was that was actually nice to hear because you know there's so many stories where their parents are like they would never when they very clearly did yeah and she's like yeah i saw that picture it's like that's my fucking kid bro <laughs> 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 no time for murderers in this household mm California authorities were called as part of the investigation, as that's where Robert had previously lived, and it was discovered that he was actually already under investigation there for the October 3rd disappearance and suspected murder of one of his friends, Scott George.
1: Hey, what?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fucking nutty. It didn't take long for Robert to be tracked down to a Stockton motel, where he was arrested on December 13th, 1995, about a week after Roxanne and Michelle's murders. The day before his arrest, he had apparently also burst into the home of a 20-year-old family friend, handcuffed her, and held her at gunpoint while demanding money. But thankfully, she was not killed. So Robert Ackerman was born in May of 1968, and he later claimed as a child he was a victim of sexual abuse. But his parents didn't know anything about it, which, I mean, isn't uncommon. You know, most parents probably Mm -hmm. don't realize. According to one website in his young adult life, he served in the Air Force and earned a master's degree in business administration from San Francisco's Golden State University, but he somehow got it in half the time that it should normally take. Which I'm like, was he like really smart? Or does he just like how no she one did explained this? Yeah, no <laughs> one explained how he got in half the time. They're just like, Yeah, it took half the time. And I'm like, But why? Please elaborate. <laughs> hmm. So that's why I made sure to say, like, this side said this. They didn't say why. Hmm. A couple sites actually said it, but no one said why. He went on to work as a district operations manager at Roadway Trucking in LA before leaving that job to start some software business, which ended up going to shit. His failed business led him to become frustrated, as he wanted to be able to achieve financial security. This was also combined with the depression that he'd been going through after not having the money to visit a Las Vegas stripper who he considered to be his girlfriend. So, this woman... Alla Kosova, I should have looked up her name, sorry. She was a Russian immigrant who, while Magna had a relationship with Robert in earlier 1995, she said that it was purely financial on her end. So <laughs> basically, he just paid for her to dance and was like, This is my girlfriend. <laughs> That's not how it works, though. <laughs> Damn. She claimed that he would spend up to $3,000 a weekend at the club where she danced, would buy her expensive gifts, and occasionally took her out to dinner, but she denies ever sleeping him with, with him or anything. Damn. He was just, like, a little fucking fool, basically. Yeah. Played himself. After he'd spent his savings and retirement fund and maxed out his credit card, he called her, claiming that someone had stolen off his money, and Ella quickly changed her number and severed all ties with him. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay, what the fuck am I supposed to do about that?
1: <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'm out.
0: I'm out, goodbye. I ain't, I
1: ain't trying to get accused.
0: Yeah, no, she's like, I was never even really in this anyway. (laughs) But this was actually not the last time that she saw Robert. He showed up in Vegas again after the murders of Roxanne and Michelle. Oh, shit. Yeah. On December 10th, he took Ella out for dinner, and she claims that he pulled out a gun and a stun gun as they sat in her car and told her that he had killed three people, just two, two just that week. She said that he unscrewed the silencer on his gun and showed her blood inside. Alla told this to a regular customer at the club where she worked who was a police officer but this customer did not take her seriously. Of course. Yeah. Stupid. Random fun fact. <laughs> this is so fucking random. 2005, Allah, who is now a successful businesswoman went on to be a contestant on the fourth season of The Apprentice. Oh, what? <laughs> I was so confused because I was like, why is there a whole section of her on this Wikipedia page? And they're like, just talking about her life after. She's like, yeah, she went on three on TV. And I was like, oh, it's so random. Okay. Feel bad for her because now, like, if you look her up, like, there's a picture of her with a fucking murderer. But yeah, I mean, that's not her fault. Not at all. <laughs> but anyway, back to the story. Upon his arrest, Robert admitted that he did indeed kill Roxanne and Michelle, though he initially claimed that the motive had been robbery and that he just had an urge to shoot them believe that he may have had roxanne call michelle and have her go to the apartment as part of the robbery plan as like you know she said that she had to go and like help her jumpstart her car but her car was totally fine when police found it so i don't know if he like threatened roxanne and made her call her or like if he called i don't no one knows for sure what happened there But Robert claims that he tried to get the woman to write him checks to him from their business account, but when they refused, he bound and gagged them, forced them to lie down in Roxanne's truck, and shot them execution style. And this, he said that once they were laying down and stuff, that's when he had the urge to shoot them, and he didn't even think about it. He just shot them twice each. There were, of course, some doubts about this motive. The National Gay and Lesbian Task Force issued a statement saying, Although a suspect has been apprehended, much to the relief of all who knew the couple, we as a community have many unanswered questions and persistent concerns. Like many in Medford community, our concerns and suspicions about the Moses' of this crime cannot be fully assuaged until we understand the connection between anti-gay prejudice and the risk of hate crimes against gay people. Also, the robbery theory didn't even fucking make sense because it didn't seem that he stole anything from the women like there were
1: just their lives
0: just their lives yeah i'm like were you i mean were you trying to rob them of their lives cuz that's just murder that's not robbery but <laughs> they uh found purses wallets jewelry money etc left in the car that he had also not stolen robber himself even said in an interview i don't care for lesbians i couldn't help but think that she's 54 years old and has been dating that one for 12 years isn't that sick that's someone's grandma for god's sake can you imagine my grandma a lesbian with another woman i couldn't believe that it crossed my mind a couple times lesbo grandma what a thing huh it's not it's not that crazy weirdo so because he knew this it's assumed that like it's kind of assumed that roxanne had been there for hours before she died obviously because she met with him i think earlier in the afternoon michelle didn't show up till five so that he may have been like asking her about her life and stuff and he found out like how long they'd been together he found that they had grandkids and stuff or a grandchild
1: Yeah, so he
0: he also straight up asked if they were lesbians and she said yes to apparently in his confession, Robert also admitted to murdering his friend, 23-year-old Scott George, and dumping his body at the bottom of a mine shaft. He claimed that the two had been driving around after a night of drinking, and that quote, George didn't piss me off. I had my gun on the right side of the seat. I just picked it up and shot him in the back of the head. I just built a silencer for my handgun, so maybe it was a way to test it out.
1: Oh my I don't god, know. <laughs> fucking psycho,
0: bro! Imagine every
1: time you got mad at your friend, you just fucking shot him.
0: Yeah. I mean, he wasn't even mad. He just said he wanted to test out a silencer. He said all this while laughing, too. And he continued, I'd always wondered what it'd be like to kill somebody. Whether it was this incredible thing. It ain't. It was like, pow. Nothing. Bro. Oh
1: my god, dude.
0: On one site, Scott was described by people who knew him saying that he had a passion for life and loved water skiing and western line dancing. But mostly he loved people. He actually met Robert because Scott's dad was dating Robert's mom for a time. And the mom, the mom who later turned him in for murder, asked if Scott could, like, introduce her son to more people his age. And they, like, had hung out at least a couple times and, like, gone on the boat and stuff, like, all the four of them and maybe some more people to go skiing. On the night of Scott's murder, he'd recently broken up with his fiance and reportedly had been whining in his beer all night about breaking up with his girl. In a letter to the Stockton Record in August 1996, that's Robert's that's Robert's hometown, he totally changed his story. He now said that while he did intend to rob Roxanne and Michelle, knowing that they were lesbians made it easier for him to kill them. He also claimed that Scott, who reportedly was bisexual, allegedly made a pass at him, which angered him and led to him shooting his friend.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, so actually three homophobic murders here. That threw me for a fucking loop. (laughs)
1: Surprise.
0: Surprise. He's awful. In the letter, Robert said that he invented the robbery motive because he was afraid of retaliation from inmates who had heard that his murders were hate crimes, but, quote, Now I just don't care what people think, including the jury. They can kill me for all I care. I've never liked life anyway. I'm like, bro, if you never liked life, just, like, unlife yourself. Like, why take other people? Like, get out of here. In a jail interview soon after, Robert said, I've known bisexual women, and that's cool. I have no problem with that. I have no compassion for lesbians or bisexual or gay men. I can't deal with it. Hmm. Mm. <sighs> but he's okay with bisexual. No. So you're not really okay with bisexual women. He probably just thinks that they're straight.
1: <laughs> or he's probably one of those that thinks girls kissing is hot.
0: Actually, I did read that Ella said that he like that weekend like dropped a bunch of money for girls to be like giving her dances and stuff because that was a fantasy of his. <gasps> I don't think I really thought about that. <laughs> and then he killed two lesbians probably yeah, the- because he couldn't sexualize them because they were grandmas.
1: Maybe, yeah, probably.
0: You, dude, fucking creep. Or because Despite... it's,
1: because it's gr- it was he probably thought of it as gross because they were like, you know, together for so long because they were lesbians. They actually versus, loved each other. It yeah, wasn't they actually like... loved each other, and that disgusted him. Versus, because you know when they fantasize about like girls kissing, it's all like sexual.
0: Yeah, and it's centered around for men.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Like somehow these women kissing and having sex is all about you. <laughs> They're doing it for you, bro. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> That's not works. I remember once being at a club with my uh ex girlfriend member together, and we kissed, and there was a guy watching us that said, "That's hot." And I was like, "Do you think we're doing this for you? Like, oh, I'm so glad you noticed us. Like, finally, you're here. We've been waiting <laughs> for you to notice us all nights." <laughs> so creepy. People are the worst.
1: Yeah, I hate that.
0: Just say it in your fucking head. Holy shit. Anyway, despite admitting to the murders multiple times and even requesting that he be executed via lethal injection upon being arrested, Robert <laughs> <laughs> Robert still pled not guilty at the trial for Roxanne and Michelle's murders.
1: <laughs> okay, contradicting myself. So.
0: Yeah, it-, it wasn't until a year later that he changed his plea to be guilty. And <laughs> I'm like, no shit, dude. You literally were like, yeah, just execute me, but I didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know, his lawyer probably was like, we have to at least try, come on.
1: <laughs> probably.
0: On October 27th, 1997, Robert Ackerman was found guilty of the murders of Roxanne Ellis and Michelle Abdill and was sentenced to death by lethal injection. There were seemingly a couple attempts over the years at overturning his death sentence, and it actually was overturned in 2011 when an Oregon court literally declared him so delusional... That they were like, yeah, we cannot execute you. We're just going to sentence you to life without the possibility of parole. Because that's how, like, fucked up this dude was. Damn. They're like, you're doing too much, bro. We we don't even feel right killing you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Though he was serving out his sentence in Oregon, he actually also was facing a death sentence in California for the murder of Scott George. Robert Ackerman ended up dying of natural causes on October 16th,
1: 2018. Oh, shit yeah
0: as for roxanne and michelle they did leave a little bit of legacy in oregon on august 9th 1996 an lgbt well right back then it was just lgbt advocacy and education center was opened in ashland oregon, and named the abdell ellis lambda community center in honor of the couple but <laughs> this center closed in 2010 not for bad reasons. Uh, one board member said that it outlived its purpose and that it wasn't needed anymore, which I guess is a nice reason. I mean, I have a hard time believing it, but nice reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one person I read said that it, at a certain point, it stopped being about like having like a place for people to go, and it kind of just became about people meeting each other, which is still feels like a good enough reason. It's nice to have friends. Who are, like, in the same community as you.
1: Yeah, I would definitely like more friends.
0: Yeah. That's, like, one fun thing about streaming. I'm making so much more friends, like, in the LGBTQ plus community. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah.
1: I wish they had, or maybe they do, but I've never heard of it, like, an app where you could literally, like, make friends within your community.
0: I think that Bumble has a friend version. Really? Yeah, but I mean there's probably a lot of people on there who are like hoping for something more.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm like scared of. Yeah. Like, I don't want nobody. (laughs) Exactly. But I know they have come out with apps like where you can find partners within the LGBT. But like I just want more like relationships. (laughs) Yeah, like relationships. And You just
0: want friends. You're literally already married. (laughs) I just want friends. Making friends is hard. I'm glad that I'm streaming now because I only have like one friend that I ever hang out with in real life. I only see you online too. Everyone I talk to is just online.
1: Damn. My friend is a little,
0: (laughs) she's a little straighty. So, got to communicate with my gays online. (laughs) True. Yeah. I just tag everything like LGBTQ bisexual and all this stuff. And people come to me, and I'm like, yes, thank you. <laughs> anyway, that that's it for my story. Okay. <laughs> You're quiet for a second. I was like, you know you didn't tell me your story yet, right? <laughs> so, uh, we're like, done? No. Nah. <laughs> so our email. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: All right. So I'm going to talk about the murder of Arthur Warren. Okay. So his full name is Arthur Carl J.R. Warren. Arthur was born in 1974 to his parents, Arthur Warren Sr. and Brenda Warren. Um, he was born and grew up in Granttown, West Virginia. Um, Arthur was actually born with a birth defect that caused him to be born with several f- fingers missing on one hand.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, I was like, what? All
0: right, interesting.
1: But Yeah, I mean, he was known as a really good kid. He was... Widely regarded as in his community as soft-spoken young man, mm-hmm. um, just very sweet, always trying to make friends with everybody. That's what I read in one article. Like he was just overall like loved by everyone. Yeah, a um, little when, sweetie. Yeah, and when he was sixteen, he actually came out to his mother and the minister at his church, and he actually found acceptance with both and support from both.
0: Fuck yeah! Which Hell I'm like, yeah. that's like.
1: Like, that's crazy.
0: Wait, we both have supportive churches in our story. Yeah, I was like, that's cool. This is rare.
1: (laughs) And you you know what? This is totally off topic. Uh Uh-huh. But on Memorial Day, we were talking about... I don't remember exactly how it came up. But we were just talking about how with my family, it's just really shocking to, like, how supporting... How self-supportive they've been. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Like, even my mom, like, she, like, was honestly, like, she said, she was, like, it honestly feels kind of, like, fake. Like, how is she going to, like, how did, she, what did she really think? Like, my grandma? Yeah. And I'm, like, dude, it's so true. But then again, like, my wife said, she was, like, that's how you know, like, they actually, like, love you. Yeah. And I'm, like, well, damn. <laughs> but, I mean, it's true because they, they, I know, I know, like, they love me. And they are, like, struggling with it in a way, but I obviously don't voice it with me.
0: Which is fucking great.
1: Which is great. I'm like, but you struggle
0: that like, internally.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like my mom said, like, they all, like, they all love you and they, like, know you. So, like, and the, that's what I said, too. I'm like, I'm still me. The only difference is, like, my voice is going to change and I'm going to look a little different. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm still the person, you know, that they know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I feel like a lot of people are, like, scared of that change. Or, like, Switch personalities. Exactly. (laughs) I feel like there's that, like, common misconception that we're just, like, literally, like, gonna turn into somebody else which is not the case like we're trying to be our authentic selves
0: exactly you're trying to be more comfortable with yourself and be open with your loved ones
1: but yeah and um yeah i don't know where i was going with that it was just
0: it's just a cool thing
1: yeah it was just like it is crazy to me like how accepting they are just because i know how they grew up and how like i've heard them say some pretty like homophobic shit or transphobic shit yeah growing up you know what i mean because it's very like very much like ill no
0: i mean i think (laughs) it probably helped that you'd previously come out to them as like a member of the community i think that yeah i think that a big thing that makes people realize that being in like queer is not a big deal is whenever people they know come out and they're like oh you guys aren't sicko perverts that's weird
1: Yeah, I think so. And that's what my mom was saying, too. And I was like, well, yeah, because, I mean, and I think because they see firsthand how I am a lot, like, help happier and,
0: like,
1: more comfortable in my own skin, you know? Like, they're seeing me just more happy in general. Because if you know me, you know, like, I'm always smiling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But now they could actually see, like, see that I'm happier, not just smiling. You know what I mean? Not
0: just smiling. It's internal. Yeah. And they could see those jacked muscles of yours. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> up. That's nice though. I know I was I was scared, like, obviously older generations, I mean, even people our age are not very accepting. Mm-hmm. So I was nervous for you. And then you're like, everyone's fine. And I was like, Hell yeah. This it's is just- this is a good coming out story (laughs) it
1: is it's i've been honestly super blessed like everyone everyone even like my family in mexico has been like super supportive and it's like it's just like so shocking to me sometimes when i think about it i'm like damn like really you guys are okay with it like i honestly (laughs) that's why i was so scared to come out because honestly i thought like i was gonna lose so many people
0: you didn't lose anyone huh
1: not that I know of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> People are just secretly cut you off, and you don't even fucking. Know.
1: <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it's like so crazy to me. Like everyone's, you know, been trying to use the right pronouns, like my name and everything, and it's, it's like just it's like a shock to me, you know, just because yeah. I I never pictured them, or I never really asked them to either. Like they're doing it
0: because they know it's our thing to do.
1: Yeah. Which is just it's just like so shocking to me. Like I don't even I just kinda like speechless. I take like a step back and I'm like, Oh shit, you know, like no, you're wow. so lucky
0: you're coming out. It sucks because that should just be the norm for everyone.
1: Yeah, and that that's why I think I've said it before, like I feel like sometimes I can't really relate to other like trans people just because oh, I've heard experiences. Yeah, they have not every well but then again i'm sure there's others like me that are like have super supportive families it's just yeah it's you don't really hear about that you hear more of like people that get kicked out or like disowned you know what i mean
0: well yeah because that's those are people that's... who need to support more you don't really need to yeah, like exactly. go and comfort somebody who's like <laughs> my family is chilling yeah think <laughs> sure. it is interesting to hear other people's stories like there's uh like, a few people, like, that are trans that hang out my stream, and one of them, <laughs> and she's a trans woman, and she was like, yeah, I'm really lucky, like, because, you know, like, a lot of towns, you can't be openly trans and stuff like people are fucked up she's like i'm really grateful the town that i live in if someone was transphobic to me in public i feel comfortable that i could literally just laugh in their face and people would support me there like (laughs) nothing bad would happen and she's like but if i were to go like 40 miles away it'd be a totally different story
1: yeah yeah i mean it is scary too like sometimes i'm like should i like tell them because i do get like misgendered a lot Mm -hmm. but what's cool is I have very supportive people around me like at school like there's like this he's not that new but like he did refer to me as she and then this like other classmate that knows she like right away like was like he and then he was like oh sorry he yeah and it's just like I I love that like I've never expressed that to anybody to them I should but like I love that they don't even like you know question it they just correct someone really quick and yeah. then they're kind of like, and they don't oh, leave
0: it up to you to have to do it because that could exactly be awkward if someone's like hostile about it
1: exactly and yeah. i and i love that because that kind of takes i don't know it just it makes me feel validated in a way and also just the type of person i am it's hard for me to correct people so most of the time i let them misgender me just because i'm like I'm not very confrontational. Like, I'd rather you just misgender me than have that uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Hey. I mean, it's gonna be fucking way. scary. So
0: it makes sense.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I don't know how they're gonna react. And I'm not trying to be yeah. weird or anything. So I do appreciate those that like will correct other people around me. I'm like, cool.
0: Yeah, they don't even have to know you're trans. You could just pretend that you're a fucking cis guy.
1: True. Just I'm just
0: a little shorter. I'm just. Shorter. <laughs> Just Actually, a king.
1: I grew an inch.
0: How the fuck did you grow an inch?
1: <laughs> Dude, I don't know.
0: You get taller?
1: I guess so. It's possible, but usually not that common.
0: Wait, how tall are you now?
1: I'm 5'5". Five five. Oh my god.
0: We're the same height. Watch you, <laughs> like, tower to six foot two.
1: Not even.
0: <laughs> Yo. Yeah, a short king, like Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I'm so, I'm
1: so <laughs> short. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. Well, where was I?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but that was a nice little tangent. <laughs> that you've had so much good experiences.
1: So far, yeah. I've been truly blessed, honestly.
0: We're going to keep this energy. You're not going to have any bad ones ever.
1: I hope so. You know, I know I, so. I hope so. Especially in the field I'm going in, I'm like kind of scared, you know?
0: Oh, because you're going to be hanging out with mm. men all day? Mm-hmm. Robert said that like... I think he said this, that a lot of guys, I don't even know if I necessarily believe this. He's like, a lot of guys just, like, don't care. Like, they don't really talk about stuff. I'm like, yeah, but the ones who do talk about stuff are very vocal about it.
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) A lot of people, a lot of guys, they really don't give a shit about anything. They're just there to get their hair cut.
0: But just because the ones who are giving a shit... Yeah. They really give a shit.
1: They really give shit and are super vocal. Like there's this guy yes. that comes to school. Um, and I guess he he was I think he served time and he got into some kind of accident. So he's mm-hmm. like missing like part of his brain, but he is oh. very very negative and like
0: sexist uh, like that
1: misogynist. So yeah. he's like very loud about it too. Oh yikes. So I am scared of people like that. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Cause I don't know either. Like how I want to go about it.
0: Mm-hmm. And you but... could always. Um, I mean, it wouldn't make. Obviously, we we're talking about people in the LGBTQ community can also be transphobic. but you could always work in like a area that's more like predominantly queer and stuff. You could always do that, and then hope people are nicer. <laughs> yeah. True. I don't want you to ever have a bad experience ever. <laughs>
1: Yeah, me neither.
0: Just me and Robert will pay for you to do our hair over and over and over again. <laughs> I appreciate that <laughs> to keep you afloat. <laughs> but yeah, but, yeah. anyway, sidetracked.
1: Yeah, super sidetracked.
0: A nice tangent, though.
1: Um. Oh yeah, but anyways, his Arthur's family and his church were both very supportive. Yeah, I mean, he like attended church a lot. He would, I think, he even sang in church.
0: Oh really? He was like a choir mm-hmm. boy.
1: hmm <laughs> Oh, he also attended um meetings of a gay student support group. Um from I guess it was based out of the Fairmont State College, which he didn't attend, but he was still part of like the LGBTQ group, which I was You'd like. he would go there for cool. his little club. Yeah. Cute. Alright, so on july third, two thousand, Arthur left his parents' home at around eleven thirty PM to watch the fourth of July fireworks in Granttown. His mother said that she reminded him of his twelve thirty AM curfew, and when he had not returned home by two thirty AM, she assumed that he was spending the night at a friend's.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I'll mention this now he was twenty six years old.
0: Mm, that's my age.
1: Oh shit, Ugh. you're right. Um, but yeah, I guess instead of attending the fireworks, Arthur went to meet with a seventeen-year-old David Allen Parker, which was like a friend. Yeah. Um, and they went to this empty house that was owned by David's family.
0: Okay.
1: I guess David was like painting the house, along oh. with his seventeen-year-old cousin Jared Wilson. And fifteen year old Jason Shoemaker.
0: <laughs> you love the other name. I have. <laughs> You're like shoemaker. <laughs> shoemaker. Yeah. Got it. I
1: actually remember someone I went to high school with someone who had that last name.
0: I've never heard of that before. It's really weird.
1: I have. Actually there like,
0: was I wonder what your ancestors used to do. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: True. Do you think they still make shoes now? <laughs>
0: I mean, keep it in the family business, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I guess at the house, they all drank beer, smoked marijuana, and huffed gasoline fumes.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds awful.
1: <laughs> Some fucking whippets, it sounds
0: like. Oh, my God. Literally.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I guess David reportedly asked Arthur to bring cigarettes, condoms, porn, and Xanax, which I guess Arthur was prescribed as an anti-anxiety oh. medication. Oh, and I guess he, d- he did take cigarettes and Xanax, but that was it. <laughs> not the other stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like, not all that. You guys are kind of asking for a lot here.
1: But yeah, I guess he, like, took the Xanax and the three boys, like, crushed it and, like, snorted it.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, dude,
1: God damn. And he's psycho. like,
0: this is my medication. So <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Like,
1: yeah, he's like, I'm good. Here you-, you-, you go. I'm just chilling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need this for tomorrow. <laughs>
1: Um, Yeah I guess Sometime during the night An argument ensued at the house When David accused Arthur of spreading a rumor That the two had a sexual relationship Which Arthur obviously denied Yeah The Associated Press reported that Sources close to the story Said that David and Arthur had had A sexual relationship And that Arthur also had A sexual relationship with Jared The cousin? Yeah, the cousin.
0: Ooh. Dramatic. Ooh.
1: (laughs) Drama. (laughs) David's attorney would let her claim that David had been sexually involved with Arthur 30 times since he was 10 years old. And (gasps) that Arthur had supposedly given him drugs and alcohol before most of their encounters. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. And I mean, Arthur was older.
0: Oh, he yeah, was he was, like 26.
1: And then they were 17.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: But, yeah, I guess at some point during the argument, David and Jared began beating Arthur, kicking him with steel-toed boots. Oh! <gasps> Sorry, graphic. But mm, I guess okay. they did, like, crack his skull open.
0: Fuck.
1: And I guess Jason witnessed the beating but did not participate. Court Jason's was
0: doc- a fifteen-year-old, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, because David and um, Jared are seventeen, and then Jason was fifteen.
0: That's traumatic for a fifteen-year-old to fucking see that happen.
1: Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I guess according to court documents, um, David later said that Jason like was the one that egged him on to confront Arthur.
0: Whoa.
1: I mean kind of makes sense though just a team boy trying to like fit in and
0: yeah know, true
1: shit but i guess afterwards the three boys put bloodied arthur in david's red red camaro david then drove while jason sat in the front seat and jared sat in the back with arthur arthur was still conscious enough to repeatedly ask to be taken home Near the edge of town, David and Jared removed Arthur's body from the car and placed it in the road while Jason remained in the car.
0: Whoa.
1: David then ran over Arthur with his car a total <gasps> of four times.
0: Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fuck.
1: The, the three boys then returned to the house where the assault had, had taken place, cleaned up the blood, and disposed of their bloodied clothes by burning them with gasoline. And then they got high off the gasoline fumes.
0: What is... You guys, come on. Just (laughs) like weed. Why are you being so weird? The gasoline (laughs) huffing.
1: (laughs) That's, like, so bad for you.
0: I know. I'm like, you had Xanax already. You have marijuana. Like, why the gasoline huffing?
1: Um, And, yeah. Arthur's body was discovered by a newspaper carrier at 5.30 a.m. by the side of the county route 17. Ugh. Though he was threatened with death by David and Jared, um, if he said anything about the murder, Jason actually ended up telling his mom. So Norma Shoemaker actually called the police later that morning. And police, like, after they discovered his body, they initially did think it was a hit-and-run accident. But obviously since she called, they were like, oh shit, so it's a homicide.
0: So but I'm like, dang, happening. they
1: they could have gotten away with it if you wouldn't have said anything.
0: They actually could have. I mean, well, they could have found them and thought there was a hit and run by them, but not a murder. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, David and Jared were arrested while attending an Independence Day celebration with their family. They were reported to have confessed to Arthur's murder, but because the suspects were minors, law enforcement officers were prohibited from discussing the content of their confessions.
0: Really? I thought you could talk about their confessions and you couldn't say their name and this is kind of backwards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) True. But maybe because they knew who they were. Yeah. Couldn't say everything.
0: That's interesting.
1: Marion County Sheriff Ron Watkins said there was no evidence that Arthur's murder was a hate crime but that the law enforcement official had not ruled out the possibility. And I'll mention it now. Okay. Arthur was African American. Okay. And the other boys were white, but yeah, I guess the human rights campaign like joined the students from the the LGBT group he was part of, mm-hmm. just basically advising law enforcement officials on the possibility that Arthur's murder was a hate crime. Well, Arthur's funeral was held on July eighth, two thousand, at his family's church, and was attended by hundreds of mourners. And I think this next part was like, damn. Um, okay. His parents, Brenda and Arthur Warren, insisted in that the coffin be open for Mm-mm. viewing. Mm-mm. 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 Nope. She, she said, we want people to see what they did to my son.
0: Mm. Which fuck, I'm
1: like, dude. fuck.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: And I guess they told CNN during an interview that they hoped the suspects would be trial- tried as adults and treated murder as a hate crime yeah which i mean i don't know now that i read this out loud i'm kind of like damn you
0: don't uh, know what to think yeah yeah it's interesting i wonder i mean he maybe didn't have like a sexual relationship with them that could have just been like people trying to like justify it you know Maybe. I don't fucking know. Or maybe that...
1: they did, but not until. I mean, he was still underage. Yeah. But maybe they just exaggerated it, you know, to say that he was 10, but really he could have been older.
0: I don't. Yeah, this is interesting. It's so funny because I feel like I usually choose stories where it's very clear. <laughs> and you choose stories that are more ambiguous, but your stories are probably more realistic. like sometimes shit just happens and the victim wasn't necessarily the greatest person true but yeah this is interesting because like were the allegations of abuse already a thing or were the allegations of abuse something that happened after they'd murdered him you know yeah so that makes it kind of interesting and because people thought it was a hate crime like it makes me wonder if there was some reason to not believe the teens
1: I don't think so well it's what it sounds like is basically they did have a like sexual relationship in secret and it wasn't until there was a rumor going around that he told someone and then that's when David got mad
0: so it was in a way then like he wasn't even killing him for having a relationship he was killing him because now people would think that he was gay
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, no, no, that probably is technically hate crime. (laughs)
1: Yeah. On July 19th, 2001, David Allen Parker pleaded guilty to first-degree murder and was sentenced to life in prison with mercy, which would make him eligible for parole in 15 years.
0: Oh, because he was so young. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In exchange for his plea, a second count of conspiracy to commit a felony was dismissed. And he also agreed to testify against Jared. On August 21st, 2001, Jared Wilson pleaded guilty to second-degree murder, reduced from first-degree murder, and conspiracy to commit a felony, and he received a 20-year prison sentence. Shit. Jason Shoemaker was charged as an accessory after the fact and tried as a juvenile for helping dispose of the evidence after the murder.
0: Oh, he was still, even though he's the one who, like, admitted to it. Because he's the one that told his mom, right?
1: Yeah, he's the one that told his mom. Yeah. I think that's why they were, like, and he was the youngest out of all of them.
0: Yeah, he was only 15.
1: So I think that's why they were easier on him, because he, I think he testified against both of them.
0: Yeah, he probably got, like, a deal.
1: Yeah. In June 2002, Brenda and Arthur Warren filed a wrongful death lawsuit against his killers. Yeah, in 2016, David Parker did apply or or was eligible for parole, but he was denied.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And then he tried to fight back and said that it was oh that they violated his due process and liberty interest
0: <laughs> by saying no to parole. Yeah, I mean, I he guess because
1: they said it so quick. I guess really. Oh. Just, uh, they're I was just like immediately no. <laughs>
0: like are you allowed to say that? <laughs>
1: and then in 2017 they ruled there was no substantial question of law or nor prejudicial error. And they found that the parole board did not make any errors when they denied him in
0: 2016. Oh. We <laughs> stand by this. So they basically <laughs> said <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> and yeah, he's uh still serving time. Still? Yeah. Holy shit. I kinda wasn't expecting that.
1: I mean that was back in twenty seventeen.
0: Okay, but still. <laughs> the murder was like you said early two thousands?
1: Two thousand, yeah.
0: Yeah. Twenty two years ago. That's crazy. Isn't it crazy that people could be in jail for a majority of their lives?
1: Yes. Yeah, he's in his 30s now.
0: He's been in jail longer than he was out of jail.
1: Now that's crazy.
0: That's fucking crazy, right?
1: Yeah, he's like in his almost 40. Okay. Right? 22, 17, 39? Yeah. Quick maths. But yeah, that's the sad story of Arthur Warren.
0: Goddamn. That story was kind of like a fucking wild ride. I don't really know what to think. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me want to deep dive on it more and be like, read about these allegations and see if it seemed legitimate or if it was just like a last-ditch attempt to be like, oh, it was self-defense in a way, you know? But I don't know.
1: I don't know. I think it was hearsay.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because... Everyone was willing to be like, this sounds like a hate crime. And from what we've read, it seems like <laughs> not that many people want to say stuff was a hate crime.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Even I think cause... stuff that
0: very clearly is. and Everyone's like, well, we don't know.
1: <laughs> That's true. But most of the time it is.
0: I know, right? <laughs> okay. I
1: think because it just makes it harsher if you say it's a hate crime.
0: Yeah, I mean, so they're
1: scared to say it, and then if it's not like
0: if they're wrong, it's awkward because be exactly, ah, like, uh, sorry yeah. guys, we misunderstood the situation, <laughs> which is
1: possible, which is why, like, I could see why, but then there's sometimes yeah. where it's like, no, it clearly is,
0: yeah, it's definitely more clearly that it is a hate crime than you're mistaken.
1: And I mean, I did read in one article on how where they lived it was like racism was still a very big thing like yeah black people were like in like a one part of town versus white people were like in this other part of town so it's like
0: that's fucking nutty they
1: they were like pretty i don't want to say segregated but separate
0: yeah it was a not good dynamic going on in this yeah. town <laughs> so it's
1: kind of like i can see that it could have been you know i mean he was an african-american yeah. gay person
0: in a smallish town where racism was still a thing doesn't sound ideal exactly and i want to know more i mean you already <laughs> told me everything so i don't really know what else i could find <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll see what more do you want to know <laughs> i don't know everything this time i feel after every episode though honestly I always want to look after the people you talk about and be like, "Is there anything you missed? Can I find any like Reddit things? People who say that they knew these people?" Well, if you
1: <laughs> if you dive that deep, yeah, you'd probably find something I missed. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Reddit and some other shit.
0: I know stuff that I found on Reddit. I never know if I if it's just people who want to be involved <laughs> or if they actually are involved. True. Yeah. Uh, if any of you all want to email us ideas. Any pride episode ideas? Any pride stories you want to share? Happy or spooky ones? Our emails, thespookyshit.pod at gmail.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are spooky shit underscore pod. I haven't been posting as much. I'm so sorry for that. It's like every time I think about posting, I feel so tired. I'm so fucking uncreative. with captions. I haven't <laughs> been posting on Boon Babe either. I'm just the worst. I still post when there's new episodes. I just don't post nightly like I used to. But I'll work on that. <laughs> And you can also check out our website at SpookyShit-Pod.com And yeah, we'll be back with more uh, probably queer-themed episodes next week, too, I imagine.
1: Yes, this whole month.
0: Yeah, this whole month. So look forward to that fucking awfulness, everyone. (laughs) Don't you love us? (laughs) But yeah, that's it for now. Happy Pride, everyone. And we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye! Bye. Going ghost. Going ghost. (laughs)